Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Waffle. This podcast is going to be slightly different to the usual interview format. Myself, Mark Hirons from Blue Did Design, and designer Matt Tams are going to talk about design in football, specifically football kits and their long history. This may be the first in the series. We're going to see how it goes. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. If you like it, give us a review and give us some feedback. That'd be great. Um, what should we talk about next? What's your favourite kit? Maybe leave a comment down below. Thank you very much, and uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Design Football. Today, I'm joined by Matt Tams. How are you today, Matt? I'm good. I'm all right. How are you, Mark? Doing well. Doing well. I'm excited to talk about lots of different football kits, logos, badges, everything football design. <laughs> Putting two passions I've got, together. I've got a few things prepared, but who knows what shape this will take. <laughs> <laughs> could be a long one as well uh, <laughs> so first off let's just talk about desi- uh, the money in football and um, how much why there is so much money in it I mean I suppose you've got to look at it from a business point of view and like football football clubs are businesses and players are assets and they sell assets they yeah. sell the players um, absolutely I mean you can come at it from two angles almost you've got, you've got the first angle where players have a value because as you say they're an asset and what people are paying for it's not just the player but it's it's compensation it's it's compensation to a club for that player's services you know one club says we estimate that this player over this contract is going to be worth 10 million pounds to us so that's what you've got to pay us yeah to, to you know um for us to let him out of his contract um and the other side is obviously it's it's sponsorship it's huge influx of, of sponsorship. Um, TV rights go hand in hand with that, of course. People want to see the best players in the world. They want they'll, they're happy to pay for that. Mm. And you're seeing growing markets across, you know, India and China and so on, who are willing to pay whatever it, you know, what, the broadcasters. I mean, are willing to pay almost whatever it takes to to broadcast the Premier League. Yeah, and I think. Whereas La Liga is obviously, I think you could argue that La Liga and even the Bundesliga might have better top level teams. Um, certainly the Champions League would sort of suggest that. But the people who are in charge of the Premier League seem to really know what they're doing when it comes to marketing. They're not stupid. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely <laughs> you can accuse them of a lot, but they're not stupid. <laughs> it's definitely growing in America as well. The Premier League is being shown yeah. a lot in America now. Um, yeah, and obviously MLS is growing as well. Um, so football in general, still a, still very much a growing spot. Um, it's yeah. just tapping those new markets, isn't it? Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously players get paid a lot, but like yeah, like we've just both said, they're you know they're assets, they they're employees of the of these businesses, and you know think of it like uh, Steve Jobs or, or uh, who's the guy who runs Apple now? Can't remember. Oh, Tim Cook. Uh, Steve Cook. Yeah. He, uh, Tim Cook, yeah, he he would be like the chairman of a, of a football club, wouldn't he? If Apple was a football club, and then all the like Apple Apple Store helpers, they're all they're all the players, and yeah, it's, it works if you work it out. It, they they're side by side, really. Um, yeah, work job on the Ivy, you know, Messi. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And like uh, the Apple Store, like the blue the blue shirts, you get their football kits, aren't they? <laughs> Apple United. Um, <laughs> so. Nick, know the geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the football kits. Let's get on to that. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're here for that. We're both wearing football shirts. You're wearing a classic England shirt. Um, 
What, what year was that? This was the, um, I think it was around 2010, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can see up close, but it's the one with all the sort of little miniature St. George crosses across the top of it. Um, and it's an absolute beautiful fabric. Yeah. No one makes shirts like this. Didn't then, they still don't. Oh, and I, I really regret like, buying Umbro and then just trashing them. Yeah. <laughs> it's effectively what they did. I think Umbro starts to come back a bit now, but I don't think we'll see England in Umbro kits for a long time to come yet. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is a shame. I mean, that, that, that kit was I got also... this one, so I'm lucky. <laughs> that kit was also harder to get glass stains <laughs> out of because of the fabric. That's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> You can only wear this one on AstroTurf. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm sporting a Yunnan, Yunnan Puma shirt, uh, which has got, I don't know if the camera will be able to pick it up, but it's a beautiful pattern based around all of the Mexican symbols and, and uh, things to do with the Pumas. And, yeah, it's a beautiful kit. I bought it pretty much for this podcast, so I suppose I better wear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful spin on a, uh, you know, a really, a really hard... Um, it's, it's a classic shirt, it's the Unam shirt. It's, it's you know, one of the only clubs to wear their logo of their badge. Most of the time, like this, up on the top left or maybe in the middle, but the Unam, massive. Yeah. Every season, that's, that's what they're known for, that's their shirt. And whilst that's a classic, I think me and you were talking about this before on Twitter, I think it was, um, how hard it is for manufacturers who are, who are now sort of expected to come up with a new kit every single season. Mm. to sort of come up with a new spin while still maintaining some kind of respect for tradition, which is what the fans demand. So for them to come up with that with the sort of two-tone uh, patterns inside the shirt, that's really nice. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my favourite kits have that. Um, there's an old Russia one I'll show you later as well. Um, mm. But, but the, a lot of clubs, I think, this year have sort of gone a bit more retro. That's what I, th- I think anyway. We've seen a lot of uh, a lot of intro, uh, sort of retro style kits now. The colours and um, Norwich is Norwich is a a very big one on this. Uh, I can't that's bad wording, but yeah, Norwich have definitely gone with this. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, no, they've gone big on the retro, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely, lovely number. Apart from we were saying on Twitter that the the sponsor just kills it. Uh, uh, is it, is it, no, it's Leo Vegas now, isn't it? Aviva looked so good on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, apart from that, doesn't have the great big box, but other than that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, suited it so well. But that that Leo Vegas thing, what kills me is, I mean, it's a kind of crap logo anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it's in full color in Leo Vegas's own colors. Yeah. I mean, I've said this to you already. Like shirt sponsors should definitely come in the same color to match the shirt. You know, hundred percent. You know, you've got some really nice examples of that, actually. Um, I've got a couple here. I've just done some really soft, rubbish little print-offs. <laughs> but you were saying how retro's in. And, like, I noticed you've got the new Celtic away kit. You've got the new Castle United third kit. They both sort of used sort of gold highlights. So you've got this Celtic one. Yeah, it's lovely. Beautiful shirt. That's really and obviously nice. Celtic are famous for their green and white hoops. And this is sort of two-tone green. And then you've got the Newcastle one, which I don't know if the print will show it all too well, but it's black and black stripes. Yeah, it's ones you had an old one like that as well. And it was absolutely amazing. Really nice. And, and yeah, I love that. It's really smart. Yeah, but obviously that's not, you know, they're known for the stripes, they're known for the hoops, but they play 
in white stripes and hoops, whereas these are sort of a little bit of a twist, but it looks kind of retro as well at the same time. It's, yeah, they've done a really nice job on those. I'd be definitely buying them if I were fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that is allowed? That Are you allowed to buy shirts in the, <laughs> that aren't no, club? No. no way. No. If, it's, if it's a different continent, yeah. I think that's okay. I think that's all right. So I'm all right. I'll, I'll let you offer the UNAM one. Yeah. <laughs> clubs clubs that aren't in the same league, is that is that allowed? Same country? Well, are you classing Celtic as the same country or not? That's a good point. Um... <laughs> So you, you wouldn't. No, no. It depends. It depends. Would you? Would you wear a Paris Saint Germain shirt probably, or a Monaco one? I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> would Would you have both? That's the other question. Probably. Would well, you I, Would you allow yourself more than one from the same league that's not your league? I think you should pick. But then you've got like I've definitely had a Real Madrid and a Barcelona shirt at home uh, when I was younger. <laughs> so there's the same problem. Oh no, I'm torn about Real Madrid and Barcelona because yeah. you've got Leeds United, my team. Playing all white, that's a homage to Real Madrid. Um, Dan Reeve, the famous manager, we, Leeds United used to play in sort of amber and blue. That's, that's the colours of the city of Leeds. Yeah. And then Dan Reeve comes along and goes, right, we've been a bit of a nothing club all this time, you know, all sort of runs. I want us to be absolutely brilliant. It was really superstitious. We're going to play in all white because it looked good. Yeah. <laughs> and Real Madrid wear it and they're fantastic and sure enough I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the players wearing the kit but he got us in white he got us playing well and got us the, the success that you know we're still most well known for now. So yeah. it's an interesting point though is, is te- I don't know if you wanted to come on to this this soon but sort of uh, teams changing their colours. Yeah. You know, it's how uh, how revered our colours with fans, you know? I know, obviously with Swansea, they're, they're, I can only talk for my own team really, but Swansea, the fans, last year we had a blue kit, a blue gradient. I thought it was a lovely kit, but obviously our arch rivals... Oh, it was, that, it was a sort of really nice sky blue, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lovely, like going from dark dark blue shorts and, and a dark blue bottom to a lovely sky blue at the top. And it's nothing like the Cardiff blue. Um <laughs> our, our, our rivals, but that's the problem. But yeah. obviously, <laughs> obviously, you get all the the hardcore, well, the hardcore in quote marks, the fans um, saying, "Oh, you can't have that kit. It's Cardiff." But Swansea played, <laughs> Swansea played in a blue away kit for, in the eighties in our most successful period, um, and people forget about that. And it's <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's part of Swansea history as well. Yeah, but, but it's, that's it's, forgotten. It's terrible. It's terrible that it's associated with Cardiff and Swansea have done so well in blue kits. Um, although we didn't do too well last year but anyway <laughs> uh, well that that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's not get into the politics of football uh, and how we finish but, but I think you know you mentioned Cardiff and I think they're probably one of the more famous ones in recent years you have a really odd definitely. situation where you've got Swansea and Cardiff obviously massive rivals suddenly they were both playing in red because mm. Swansea had this this lovely sort of I don't was it part of your centenary when you had the uh, yeah the green red white and green away kit oh it's beautiful which is really nice um, but then Cardiff with their Malaysian owner suddenly were wearing red at home which didn't last too long <laughs> yeah the fans didn't last although those. maybe superstitions you know that was their only year in the Premier League yeah maybe, exactly maybe they should go back to red I don't know <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, no, Cardiff fans would kill me if I said that. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like Swansea have gone back to a red and green shirt, away shirt this year as well, and it looks so much better than the home one. 
Um, and, it's, <laughs> and it is that retro style again. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I, it goes back to that thing as well we were saying about sponsors. Um, yeah, definitely. For anyone who's listening to this now, just have a quick look at Swansea City 1718, and you'll see the home shirt is this, you know, I think it's actually a really nice shirt. It's, it's white with a little black detail in, in the colours of Swansea. And then you've got this bright orange and blue sponsor <laughs> blasted across the front, which is nothing to do with the colour scheme of the shirt or of Swansea City Football Club. Yeah, it's horrible. And it's, the away shirt looks so much better for being red, white and green detailing, and a white sponsor, fully white sponsor. And it just looks so much better for it. And I think if the home shirt carried a black sponsor, it would look far better for him, you know. And uh, I think sponsors are guilty of that a lot. You take a white shirt and they see it as a, uh, a blank canvas. No, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it in your colours. <laughs> and, and when thirty two red, I mean your Leeds United sponsor, they 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 do that well actually. They pick their colours to go well with the kits, with the gold. I mean, obviously, obviously, anyone wants their logo in gold, but um, this year, your Leeds United shirt, home shirt, is beautiful. It's got the gold trims and gold logos and, and gold around the badge as well. It's yeah. so smart. And that's the same well, as... We sorry. say gold. It's, it's, not, it's not just a gold colour. It's full-on metallic, shiny yeah. gold. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, Whereas where Swansea, I can't quite remember, but I think they just had... Maybe we did have metallic, but yeah, we just had, in the centenary year, we had gold colours... Um, and then a few years later, we had bronze yeah. as well. But the bronze one wasn't as good. Um, but yeah, gold, gold on football kits, gold on white, gold on anything looks good, doesn't it? It seems to come off well. It does. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Proofs in the pudding. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that kit is lovely. Um, it's weird, though. It's weird. Most teams do it for some kind of centenary or celebration or something. You know, Newcastle United, uh, 125 years. Swansea, 100 years. Celtic, it was, I think it's, uh, what is it, 50 years since they won in Lisbon. Yeah. Uh, Leeds. Just because just Kappa fancied it, I think. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, why not, Gold? Why not? Go for it. Maybe that does look good, though. Maybe they're hoping that you get back into the Premier League, like you said on Twitter. You know, this is our year, they're going to make it gold. <laughs> Um, I just really hope we do before nuclear Armageddon. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> um, on on Kit Addiction on Twitter, um, I follow them quite a lot, and they uh, released a few photos of fully gold kits, fully gold shirts, um, and did a poll uh, to find out which one was the best one. Don't have to look about. Yeah, Kit Addiction. Yeah. Oh, the Bournemouth, the Bournemouth one as well. The ca- Car- Carbrini, is it? That's gold as well, gold and white. Is it? That's a good one. So on Kit, Ad- Kit Addiction on uh, Twitter, a few photos ago, I might have to go on the media bit, uh, they released a few photos of an old Manchester United shirt, an old, some other team, another team, and then the old uh, <laughs> Italian Italian Buffon shirt. Some, some don't care about them. No, I can't quite tell <laughs> what team it is. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the date on that? Um, oh blimey, now you're testing me. I can't find the caption. Anyway, but the the main, my favourite fully gold shirt with trim is the Zenit shirt from I don't know what year. This is terrible. <laughs> but there's an old, there's a Zenit shirt which is <laughs> which is gold. I'll put up a picture of it on on the YouTube version of this. But there's a Zenit shirt and it's it's like a blue. Obviously their colour is blue and it's an away one. They're night the night. 
tick is blue, the Zenit logo is blue, the sponsor is blue, and there's a blue trim on the on the collar and sleeves as well. And it looks so smart. Um, uh, well, yeah. are, we, are we talking like an electric shade of blue? No, it's like a bright, bright sky blue. Um, it might be electric, sort of electric, but it's yeah, it's it's nice bright blue on a on a lovely gold kit, and the, and this the material looks exactly the same as your England shirt as well. Um, but I pro it probably isn't, but the collar the collar's the same as that England shirt. <laughs> it's like a it's a beautiful collar. I mean, it's yeah. been ruined a little bit in the wash. It keeps falling away bits, but you know, I love. But yeah, gold kits are a funny one. Um, <laughs> If I'm quite honest, I've put on a little bit of timber since I bought this. <laughs> <laughs> the snug fit, but it's, it's such a lovely shirt, you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, sorry. Moving, on, moving on from gold kits, <laughs> because I can't remember any team's names and stuff. Uh, so moving on from gold <laughs> kits. Um, what, do you have any more like favourite kits that you can pick off? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I wanted to maybe just touch on some international kits, and I think... yeah. One most iconic, recognisable. You know, you couldn't imagine them playing anything else. Go on, I'll ask you first. What, what do you think is the most iconic international team kit? It's not. It's not. There's no right or wrong answer. But. So my favourite iconic international. Uh, the, the, yeah, it's got to be Brazil, isn't it? Yeah. It's Brazil. Yeah, I thought you might say Brazil. It's what. It's definitely up there, isn't it? In, so you it's know, not Brazil. The yellow with green trim, blue shorts, white socks. The synonymous. Yeah. But one I wanted to mention, absolutely love Croatia. Croatia, show. amazing, isn't it? Who else can get away with playing in red and white checkers? <laughs> Are we allowed to I buy a Croatia love shirt? That sh and the, what was that, sorry? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Are we allowed to buy a Croatia shirt? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they just look great. <laughs> so international teams are okay. And then you've got so many little spins on it. You've got like the sort of wave patterns. I mean, Nike have got a sort of wave graphic going across it right now, but Lotto did this. I think it was the 90s that did this. Look at that. It's crazy. It's like a flag, oh, isn't it? No, fantastic. I think it's because the extra baggy sleeves, but <laughs> yeah. I love that. I absolutely love it. And I think no one else could get away with wearing that. It's really smart. Really smart. It's kind of really, it's, it's, it's really impractical as well, because I almost always see them wearing their away blue shirt. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, oh, well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it's, it's it's iconic like you say um and the brazil one the brazil is interesting obviously they always blew away kit and then um blue yellow and white yeah you can oh, never see them change that you can never see them changing it um didn't nike try some awful black neon thing with them really at the last world cup I think I don't think they ever even actually wore it, but I think that the release is one of the kits. Yeah, let's have a look. Like the choice kit. Oh, there's a there is a black one. That was a pre-match training shirt. Maybe that's not the right one. Um, no, there's it's fourteen fifteen the one I've got, and it's got weird pinstripe hoops shorts. Fourteen slash. It might actually be really, really, really dark green. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It's it's really, really dark green. Yeah, you got it. That's interesting, actually. Is that that's the away one? Is it? Oh, it's third kit. Yeah. Why do Why do international? Yeah, teams they call need it third second. <laughs> why do international teams need third kits? I don't know. Just it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, you've got this ridiculous sort of designation by FIFA for every match, and you've got. I think it was the last World Cup when Spain and Netherlands were in the same group as each other, 
And I think the Netherlands were designated as the home team, so they'd normally wear their orange shirt, right? Yeah. But then Spain were designated as the away team. So orange and red clash. So Spain changed their white kit, but their white kit had this massive red and yellow gradient on it, which looked kind of orange. So then the Netherlands had to change anyway. So then you've got both teams playing in their awake kits. <laughs> it's like, why? It's crazy. Why? There's, there's... It's just because, you know, FIFA had said, no, Netherlands are the home team. Well, they're not really. It's an international tournament. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's silly. You can get into, like, kit clashing is, is a weird one because it's one mm. uh, Southampton. Well, basically, Southampton's new kit is red and normally have this stripe so it's normally okay but it's red with um white one white stripe down the middle and yeah one big i think it's called like a penguin design isn't it where you've got yeah. a block color and one sort of inverted ajax kit yeah, yeah. almost and there's talk about this clash yeah and there's talk about this clashing with the swansea kits because we've got southampton thir- first game our home kit is white and our way <laughs> kit is red yeah. So, and, and <laughs> so, how are we going to get around this one? And I believe the Southampton. That's, that's worked out well. I, I, let's just have a look. I think what you've got to do is you've got you've, you've got to field a team of goalkeepers. That's what you've got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get blue shirts going. That's going. That's that's good. Um, <laughs> well, and their away kit. Okay, their away kit is black and blue. So they'll probably have to wear their away kit for the ho- first home game. It's so weird. <laughs> but how many teams? Well, I was going to say, how many teams play in uh, either red, some combination of red at home, white away, or vice versa? But actually, Man United and Arsenal both have black away kits this season. They are third kits as well, the bigger teams. That'll be all right. They'll be okay. It's just you guys being awkward. Just the small clubs that can't afford third kits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Who can buy any kit, though? Yeah, I mean... So expensive. The, the, the retail pricing kits now for fans you're looking at, I think it was £50 the nearly each year and I think that's about standard price <sighs> I think that's expensive I, mean, I, I, I remember thinking 30 was a lot yeah 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 definitely I think that's expensive for a championship <laughs> shirt as well how old do I sound right now by the way <laughs> no I, I remember I remember that I think it's even in my lifetime it's changed so much um, yeah I mean the Swansea the Swansea nice. kit is 45 I believe the new shirt oh, nice. so it's cheaper than a championship shirt but it is Joma so yeah. Um, ah, yeah, but he also doesn't have like uh, flashy gold in it, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What are you paying for? That's <laughs> got a ter- terrible logo in the middle of it. Um, so I'm not going <laughs> to buy that one. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on to international football kits. Uh, my favourite one is this Russia uh, away kit from 2012, I believe. Oh, no, it's home kit. Hang on, let me just double check. <laughs> oh, oh, go for it. Not double check. Uh, yeah, so Euro 2012, Russia wore this lovely. Uh, obviously, burgundy kit. That's their, that's one of their, their old colours. And now they've gone more sort of red colour. But they won this lovely 2012-13 mm. kit with um, the Russian eagle eagles um, sort of on the shirt. But they were shiny and they were in a pattern, and it was it's really nice. I put it on the screen. Oh, is it the one that's um, sort of got bits across like that? Yes. Yeah. And all the way across the shirt. Yeah. That's that's a beautiful shirt. It's really nice. Who's doing that this season? There's someone who's doing something similar. Oh, I think Aston Villa. Oh yeah, I think it might be. I think the new Aston Villa shirt's got the lion motif doing a similar thing. 
I think the kits are made by Under Armour, who yeah. I think you're a big fan of right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of yeah, it is Aston Villa kit. Yeah, it looks nice. And Aston Villa kits, that's probably one of my favourite kits. To be honest, they have been for a long time. They've had some really nice kits in the past. Um, just that the kind of uh, the classic colours really aren't the claret and light blue. Yeah, I think can't go wrong with that. Burgundy and claret, I think on football kits you don't see it that often, and when it does happen, they're really nice, smart, really smart kits. I really like that um, Russia away one. I think from the same time it was white, but right just up at the um, shoulders here, there's a gradient going through light sky blue all the way through to a really deep space navy color. Right. And it, yeah, it was to represent Russia's uh, space exploits, and nice. I thought that's really cool. Some kids it's like it's, it's, it's a really unique touch. It's, it's you know unique to the the country he's wearing it. It's not just a stock template. Yeah, I like that. When there's meaning behind the kit, that's exactly it. That's exactly yes, it. bingo. Design, design <laughs> should have meaning. That's why kits should have meaning because they're designed, not just a stock night kit from every team this year in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just give them blue sleeves. They'll they'll be fine. Job yeah. done. Oh. England, France, all the international teams. Let's just give them the same kit. Uh. <laughs> my heart, my design passion dies inside. <laughs> Nike, shame on you. I know. Zenit kits, Zenit kits are quite nice. They always have like a, a bit of their logo or a bit of their sponsor sort of enlarged and it's on their... Yeah. It's quite nice. Uh, nice patterns and that. Um, if you're despairing at Nike at the moment, though, who do you think's making some of the best kits around at the moment? I'm gonna say the Puma ones. I think the Puma, like you were saying earlier, Puma um, away kits. That series when they, I don't know, if they obviously don't intentionally. The Puma away black, the black series. Um, yeah, I think they've, so they've smart, done dude. some sort of step out campaign. I'm, I've tried to look it up a little bit more, but I couldn't find too much about it. But yeah, basically, yeah. It seems to be a lot of their teams wearing black. <laughs> yeah. But what I like about it is it isn't just the same black shirt with different badges on. There are all sorts of different cuts, different finishes, different... Yeah. I mean, there are some who are wearing like a particularly dark shade of, of a club colour and it's not true black. Mm. And yeah, it, I don't quite know why they've done it, but I like it. <laughs> but that's the thing, they've got meaning to it. They've got, they've got a solid idea behind it, which is great. Um, yeah, it's really nice. It's this unifying concept, but they've they've kept it unique to each team at the same time. Exactly. And I really like that. Exactly. I, I, so many teams as well. Like just from England, they've got Newcastle, Lee, uh, Leicester, um, Arsenal. Um, yeah, it's great. It's really nice to see that. Yes, let's let's here. Twenty three new step out. Twenty seventeen eighteen kits. Borussia Dortmund is one other team. A lot of uh, wow, they're really nice as well. Yeah, so See, the Dortmund one's one of my least favourites, actually. Yeah? Oh, the yeah, because you're, you're looking at all these other kits, and in comparison, the Dortmund's just this flat black. <laughs> Normally, I'd really like that. And I was looking at it thinking, oh, I want a little bit more. I want a watermark somewhere. I want something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that Arsenal kit, the hot pink, beautiful. I think that's what's really nicely, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I really like that. Um, another one of my... Uh, international kits while we're sort of still on the subject is the yeah. a Holland a Holland away kit a Netherlands away kit um, and it's or which nice. one I'm they've got a few good ones hang on a minute <laughs> it's quite an old one it might be from 20 
No, 2008 or something like that. Um, yeah. Anyone who's watching this, by the way, just get on your phone, Google Netherlands Awake It, and you'll come up with some really nice ones. There's yeah. not too many bad Awake It's. Definitely. Um, but anyway, it's the one with the, the red sort of quarter up here, and it's like a... a yeah, I see it. And the blue underneath is blue down the down the bottom as well. Got a diagonal. Yeah, what year is that? Yeah. Do you know what year it is? I think. Go on, let's have a look. 2013. 2015. 13. 13. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, it's a great kit. Again, I'll put a picture on the screen as in the nice. edit. But yeah, it's a really nice kit, and it's just so simple. And that Nike. A really unique way of working in the national colours, isn't it? You know, because exactly. obviously the Netherlands. Um, this is interesting how the Netherlands, you've got Netherlands, you've got Italy, I think your main two, who, and Germany as well, actually, who whose home shirt is not any of the colours of their flag. Yeah, yeah. You don't get too many who do that. But I love that the Netherlands do that. I love that they're known for playing in orange. And then, yeah, the away kit, working in the colours of the flag like that, it's really nice to do. Yeah, yeah. I like German kits as well. The Germany... Um Obviously, I had the massive classic one that everyone recognises as oh, yeah. retro. <laughs> <laughs> the old Adidas one from the early 90s, where it goes... Yeah. yeah. Crazy kit. And then um, the current one's sort of more high-tech, with Adidas being making really thin materials now. Um, mm. And it's got a low, nice watermark on it, like you were saying earlier. Um, my favourite... What, what would you be your... Not favourite, but... Favourite but worst kit. What's your favourite but worst one? So, like, the, your favourite worst kit. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> the one where you think, that's so hideous, it's good. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> um, well, the first one, I've, I've got one here, awesome. which kind of makes it in my top ten of that. I've not got it, I've not got it to hand, but it's it's this classic old Mexican gold goalkeeper shirt. Oh, yeah, I think I know which one. And it is just full of colour. And you're looking at it thinking, what the hell is that? <laughs> is that the one with the triangles, like hot pink, luminous green yes. and yellow? There's a, story, there's a story about, I think... Umbro. Umbro kit. Yeah, Umbro, here we go. This is the one. Jorge Campos. I think that was the one. <laughs> and I think there was a story... It's mental. ...that things. Campos designed his own... Goalkeeper shirts. What do you use? Highlighters? <laughs> it looks like it. <laughs> Highlighters in the blue barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just a lot of triangles. <laughs> that's great. That's great. You know, one of my favourite things about it is he didn't stop at the shirt. Yeah. He carries on through the shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Mexico, there's quite a few like goalkeeper kits that are... And they all seem to be Mexican. They are just triangles, bright colours. Yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, wearing them. So, oh, they're amazing. I'm definitely. And hey, if, if you them. thought that trend had died to death, Wiccan Wanderers are bringing it back in style. Oh, I knew you mentioned this. It's amazing. Yeah, you've, you can't do a football podcast without mentioning that new goalkeeper kit. That's such a nice kit. It's. <laughs> it shouldn't be. No. It really shouldn't be. It's this yellow kit. With light blue, orange, and pink kaleidoscope effect. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I mean, well, the manufacturers have said it's designed to dazzle opposing players, but I don't know if that'll work or not. Good on them for trying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, mean, I just hope Leeds don't get Wickham in the cup now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of the players. <laughs> um, 
there was this funny thing behind psychology of football kits as well. Like there, there was no Swansea yeah. kit, uh, Swansea away one, which was black and green stripes or hoops, and it was a lovely, kit. lovely kit, and it was meant to shirt like blend in with the crowd, um, so players couldn't see. Yeah, the, the no reason way. behind it. <laughs> but haven't you got to see your own teammates as well? Yeah, <laughs> I know it's it's funny. Um, it's, <laughs> It's a weird thing having because obviously you don't want to blend in with the crowd. Otherwise, no one would be able to see you. And also, Fergie would be furious if that was his team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that's interesting psychology behind it. Um, yeah, so opposition can't see you. Uh, the I think one of my favourite worst kits is the, actually one of the Bar- recent Barcelona kits. Um, no way. Yeah, the away shirts. Um, they're just. Oh, are you talking horrible. about the uh, the cocktail one? The one that goes from orange uh, yeah. through to yellow gradient. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, things are awful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so bad. It's just a gradient just slapped on a shirt with a Barcelona logo. I mean, it's, Pretty much. I said, I think that's not one of my favourite worst. That is one of the worst. Um, I think one of my favourite worst was the, again, I'm going back to Swansea, but the, the caramel Cadbury's chocolate bar. Uh, the... Purple and yellow at the top. Do you remember that? The oh, one we wore in the God. Yeah. Do you that not like it? Shocker. That was a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that kit. I Who got it. thought those colours went together? I, 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 I thought it was a concept kit at first. I thought it was an absolute yeah. joke. <laughs> well, I was going to come on to this one later, but while we're talking about favourite worst kits, you can't not mention the old brown Coventry City kit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How good is that? I actually quite like that. I know. I sort of do, and I really shouldn't. But I, I did a, I, I got a whole thing, because I wanted to mention, um, have you, you must have heard of St. Pauli in Germany. Yeah. And this was, I think this was their shirt from last year, and they're known for playing in brown. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really nice. And then this is one of the, I absolutely love this shirt. This is like an old classic shirt. Brown and white stripes with this great big Astra logo across the top. The St. Pauli badge is on somewhere on the sleeve, like around there-ish. Wow. And it works. And it shouldn't work. You know, brown and white stripes shouldn't work. Badge on the sleeve shouldn't work. Huge spot shouldn't work. But it does. <laughs> it looks great. And then I thought, what about other brown kits? Uh, that one? Not so much. And then this one from last year as well. You had uh, Porto. Oh, yeah. And who knew Brown went with turquoise? (laughs) Maybe maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's all about opinions. But I think what we've really learned is that football kits that shouldn't work and are hideous colours actually do sort of work. You kind of look, despite yourself, you're looking at it thinking, that defies all taste. But I'll probably buy it. (laughs) (laughs) But I will buy it. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of, there's a fashion as well, like old, really old retro football kits that people are liking them and buying them, wearing as fashion items these days, which is funny. And people are not even liking football, just wearing them as fashion items. It's Um, interesting. You're definitely right on that one, Miz. There's so many old shirts wandering around um, and I'm looking and thinking oh, I'm so jealous of that yeah. that looks great <laughs> but uh, all I've got is some 
I've got this English year, which I love, but probably doesn't fit me that well anymore. And I've got some crappy old Macron Leeds United shirt. It just never looked good when it was released. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of um, product photos look, and all the all the adverts for the kits look so much better when they're on the players yeah. and in the adverts than they do when they're on you. <laughs> yeah, and then they're on some fan with a, with a great big beer gun and you're thinking no no one needs to see that that doesn't look good <laughs> it's coming halfway up the chest and yeah it's up. <laughs> I mean the, lead, the, lead, the latest Legion United ones when they were released I mean you're a fan of that shirt yeah but I must admit I was worried when the uh, product sort of release photo came out because you can see abs through this shirt it's like a second skin yeah it's so tight <laughs> I think yeah. that is not going to be flattering on 99% of Leeds fans. <laughs> well, are they going to bring out, like, because um, you know how they bring out the technical shirt for the, the players and they and make it, like, £100, and then they bring out the replica shirt, which is a bit looser. Exactly they, that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what they've done. So the 50 quid one is, is the, the normal fit, yeah. and then you've got the players fit, which I think is only 60. That's not too bad. That's quite good. I say only, but, you know, as you say, it's not like 100 quid plus. For football kits. I remember Chelsea bringing out one a few years ago and it was the, the players well players version and it was 90 quid 90 pound for a shirt and I was joking about the 100 pound but that's almost there isn't it it's crazy um, it's, it's silly money it really is but some people will pay it yeah yeah definitely that's, you know while they can get away with charging it they'll charge it yeah yeah well I think what we're going to do is cut this here and then do a bit about football uh, badges in a different podcast that's right. good to see. awesome well Thank you very much to anyone who listened uh, and watched on YouTube. <laughs> Listen uh, to us rambling on about shirts. Yeah, and it's great. And just get involved in the conversation. Stay tuned for us rambling about badges. Yeah. <laughs> get involved in the conversation <laughs> and leave a comment down below with your favourite kits and shirts and we'll uh, carry on on Twitter as well. Um, at Blue Deer Design and, yeah, <laughs> and Matt Tams. What, what is your Twitter? Oh, it's just Matt Tams. Uh, three C's in the middle. Watch out for that. <laughs> There you go. Well, thanks very much, and we'll see you in the next podcast.